Hilo and welcome back once again to This Is Tramia. We are live. We're doing a live podcast, live radio show, you could say. My name's Matt Hibbert. I am a big Tramia fan for my sins. I'm a uh, DJ over in Liverpool at Medication and Barbar, etc., etc. And I'm joined today by my esteemed colleague, Mr. Paul Harper. Good evening. Good mm. evening. Yeah, how's the sound quality? That's the first thing. Let us know how the sound quality is. I think it sounds quite good, personally, from our little tests. We've done lots of testing, and it sounds amazing to me. Yeah, it sounds radio quality, or better than radio. DAB, DAB quality. Yeah, I'd say so. And um, We've bought all this expensive equipment, which previously we kind of didn't know what to use yeah but um it seems to be working okay now so fingers crossed anyway greg clayton says it's really good so that, do you know what? if greg clayton says it's really good and he's a blogger then i'm happy with that he's a vlogger i'm oh, sorry a vlogger yeah don't yeah. really get the the the, the letter wrong at the start but Matty Durham confirms that the sound is absolutely great then so. that's even better I, I trust those two lads opinions more yeah. than most people absolutely We've got quite a few bits to get through here, but we're going to try and do one of these every week, aren't we? It's six o'clock every Wednesday. Yeah, this normally we'd be alive. joined by our... Do we, do we still call him esteemed colleague? No, I um, don't think so. Jake Keogh, where are you? He's at work. Um, couldn't get away. But this is a couple that he's missed now. He's missed several. He mi- he has, he's missed both home commentaries. He was here for the last live podcast. And to be fair, I think he's earned some points by going to Chelmsford last week with you. Well, yeah, you didn't bother. It wasn't that I didn't bother. I'm a busy man. I've got a lot, lot of things to do, a lot of you know uh, meetings, a lot of um, business people to of meet course, about things, lots of you know, lots of tweets to get through and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm a busy man. I couldn't make it last Wednesday, but you and Jake did a great job, I must say, down at Chelsea. Thank Chelford. you very much. We enjoyed it. It was uh, good to see a good performance as well. Yeah, it's not a, a good four. Win. You can't complain with a four on a way win at yeah. any level, can you? And a brilliant own goal, which always <laughs> goes down very well. Yeah, he, he bulleted out of that in, didn't he? That was a brilliant goal. Well, sh- well, should we start? We've got quite a lot to get through. We're going to do... We asked earlier on social media, on Twitter and Facebook, on the official Trammy ones, uh, for your favourite wingers of all time, of your all-time favourite Trammy wingers, and we had quite a few. But should we do that first, or should we do that a little bit later? No, let's, let's open it up for debate. So if you want... Uh, get involved with the debate which well we've kind of started on social media um drop us a line on the chat box tell us who your favorite trammy winger is of all time i mean i've got mine um i know you've got yeah i've got mine and i think we've 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 discussed a few um variations yeah i was gonna say outside the box literally quite outside the box because that's where they they never got in the box but i think I mean, yeah, let us know in the chat box on Mixler or tweet us uh, at Tramia Rovers. Use the hashtag, this is Tramia. Your favourite Tramia winger of all time, or wingers, or just, they might not be the best even, but just ones you've got memories of, because, yeah, there's a couple we could go into. I'm going to start it off with my favourite ever winger. I think, you know what, I think this fella is going to win it regardless. It's Johnny Morrissey. Yeah. He was he was brilliant to be fair, and he had the beautiful hair. Oh, and I'm a he, I'm a big sexy fan. football is sexy what it's football. all about sexy, these days. Sexy so hair is what he had. Um, my favourite is obviously Pat Nevin. I think most people who know me or have listened to podcasts and stuff know that um, Pat Nevin's my favourite all-time player. What a wizard he was! What a lovely man, and a lovely man as well, yeah. and it, just a, a legend all round. But. Um, yeah, let, let's shall we shall we throw a few 
a few names in the hat. Yeah, and people then could discuss these f- on the Mixalot and on the Twitter. Yeah, if we throw a few names in, and then as throw well, in your hashtag. This is Tranmere. If you're using Twitter or, or yeah, Facebook, we could then maybe read a few that have been sent in on the Twitter and the Facebook. Excuse me, it's a bit of a bit. I had some raisins before I came out. Um, I'll Shock. throw a couple in. Are we, s- are we still saying the best here, or are we still just saying someone's you? Uh, favorite. We, we said favorite on the on the Twitter. So I it doesn't have to be the best. Do you know what I? I had a soft spot for Graham Branch. Okay, Moonhead. Yeah, and probably the tallest winger to ever exist. <laughs> who like didn't he reinvent himself after he left us? I'm sure he was playing like centre half or certainly fullback for yeah, Burnley. Yeah, Burnley. Yeah. Back when they were lower league. Um, but I always liked it. He was the problem with for Branch was he sort of came on to the scene after ne- after we've been spoiled with Johnny Morrissey and Pat Nevin, and who was ever going to compete with them as a winger, ever? John Kenworthy. John Kenworthy. Oh, God, I remember, I remember him being... We were talking about this in the office just before, um, and John. I remember John Kenworthy scoring a goal, and I'm sure he swung with, his, with one foot, missed the ball, and then scored with his other foot in the I, same move. I think that happened. I was going to bring this up. I think it was a 3-2 home defeat. I'm not sure who it was. No, two. we won. We oh, we won. won. I remember him scoring in a 3-2 home defeat. In a, in a win. I'm, I'm certain. I've, I've, I'm pretty sure. Whatever happened to John Kenworthy? If anyone knows, messages. He's probably still playing. Yeah, he bet, do you know what? Bet he was playing the w- League of Wales. That's where they all seem yeah, to end up, don't they? I think that's where he Ballatown. was. Town. Bet he's the manager of Ballatown. <laughs> if he's listening, if John, if you're listening, whatever happens to he you. He's a big fan of the podcast. Uh, yeah, sure. I can imagine. Well, Billy Woods was he a winger? Midfielder, wasn't he? Yeah, winger. Yeah. Again, the next Billy big Woods. thing. They, I mean, I don't think he ever played for us, did he? Someone's just said Ivano Benetti. Yeah, right. Misha Paddy's just brought up Benetti. I was going to put him on my list, but then I thought he wasn't a winger. He didn't he? He played centrally for us, didn't he? Did he play for, on the wing? Yes. I don't. I know. I could have swore in the Portsmouth, the famous Portsmouth game. It was um, where he scored the, the last minute winner on a Friday night on Sky. I swore he was playing as a central striker in that game. I could have swore he was. Oh, maybe. He wasn't. He, he wasn't he was a, a traditional winger, winger. He was sort of a striker, a wide striker. He'd drift in. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He was a character, though, wasn't he? Yeah, a bit like uh, the reason. The, the, let's explain the reason why we chose this topic is because we've got Ben Tollett on one wing, and we had Jack Dunn on the other wing, and it was it was quite nice, wasn't it? it was on thr- Saturday, yeah. first half particularly. And I know we're going to go on and talk about the game. Yeah, we'll get to the Bromley game in a bit. Um, but yeah, we had two out-and-out wide players who were hugging the touchlines for large parts of the game, and it was it was it brought back the memories of the obviously the Morrissey and the Nevin Evers. But we've we've had so many good sort of wide players that we thought that this topic was worthy of a shout out. Yeah, um, I mean, so yeah, keep you keep your uh, keep your names flying in. I mean, you you said Eddie Sonko's name before. Now, I wouldn't call him a, pr- a footballer. <laughs> I'd call him a comedian first, football second. I forget where it was. I think it was no. I remember. In fact, crew away. Um, we got beat two one after we took the lead. Anthony Kay and Calvin Zola scored for them. Eddie Sonko for That's one of their goals. Sign, no, Eddie Sonko for I think their equaliser stopped to applaud the away fans. We had the whole side he stopped to Just applaud us Eddie, while Eddie. a quick throw in got took over his head. They crossed it in and Zola scored, and it was like. Ugh. But I'll never forget his little dink cross for Baz Savage at Walsall away. Oh, yeah. That, that sparked 
There's some of the wildest celebrations I've ever been a part yeah, of. Yeah. It was Easter Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah one nil win. That's tight game. Yeah, that's when you need the little uh, the wingers to open up the games, and I think that's why they're so important. These, to be honest, Hereford away. No, Liam Coots pops up there. Yeah, he got two goals. Boxing Day, two thousand and eight. Eddie Sonko's as people said that was a thing with him. And do you know what? Lower league wingers since Morrissey and Nevin, we've you know, we were spoiled with them. Lower league wingers in general, there's a reason why they're playing lower league football because they'll have a game and you'll go, oh my God. Lucas Aikens at Preston, for instance, the, the infamous Jose Baxter game where, again, some of the wildest celebrations I've ever been a part of. They have a game and you think they're world class. They skin the fullback at 90 minutes, put them balls in, score a goal, and then you go, this fella, this fella's outrageous. The following week, absolutely terrible. You know, can't beat his man, can't cross the ball, and you just think, that's why he's playing for us. That's why he's playing for Tramia. This is the one thing that annoys me most about, I'm going to say the last sort of two or three years. Final ball? Balls into the box. Oh. I cannot stand people who can't hit past the first man. Corners, crosses, <sighs> at least put it past the first man, come on. Who are we talking about? Um, we were talking about um, Eddie Sonko. Eddie Sonko is who we've just been the talking legend. about. A man with the the username Ian Goodison has just popped up with the old Dale Jennings Enoch Shawumni partnership. Now Dale Jennings, yeah, we spoke about Dale Jennings. I still say he's in the most talented players I've ever seen put our Tramia shirt on. Jason Kumas is my all-time number one most talented footballer I've ever seen. When Dale Jennings came through. He was he's the Dale Jennings was more exciting than Kumas, I'd say. And oh yeah, definitely when he when he first broke through. I, Seventeen, oh you think? My wow, God, who he's did he come on against? Was it Charlton? Or Charlton at home, he came yeah, on against yeah. or Brighton? Uh, Charlton, I think. Yeah, it was they were top draw. of the league at the yeah. time, and he just I I didn't really know much about him at the time either. So like normally I'm quite up with the U team. I had no idea about him, he came on second half and he tore them apart and we, well, Shawumni got the equaliser that day, if I recall, and then he scored that goal at Bristol Rovers, then the MK Dons game that would lead to him getting his transfer to Bayern and pretty much ended his career, unfortunately. I mean, what a shame. What a player. Yeah, if what only he could rekindle his love for football, I think, and, and oh. get his fitness back, I think he could still be a, a play, a, you know, really good player. What's he doing these days? There was a rumour went round. Yeah, there was a rumour went round the other day on the couch. He said that he's training to be a wrestler, which I'm presuming is not true. <laughs> well, Dale, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, let us know, but I mean, what a wasted... And he's still, up, he's still probably, what, about 23, 24? If that. He's not old, he's is he? He's got to be uh, mid-20s. He was 17 in 2000 and... It was 2010. 2009, 10. So he'd be 23, 24. Yeah. But in his peak of his, not even the peak, your late 20s is your peak. He's still got a chance there if he can himself go in. But he's been bin from MK Dons, Barnsley. When Carl Robinson is going, you're out of shape, you've got to look at yourself in the mirror <laughs> and think, that is not good. It's all the uh, it's all the pot noodles he had. I don't know if anyone's oh, aware remember. of the yeah. story. But oh my uh, god! When he went to Germany, mm. he couldn't cook. His girlfriend couldn't cook, so they lived on pot noodles that his mum and dad brought over in like massive suitcases. There was that infamous Sky Sports News segment on him, where they literally cut to his kitchen, and he opened the cupboard, and it was like full to 
the brim. I mean, to use the phrase, brimming with pot noodles. <laughs> like, and it was like... That's never a good sign. You were like, surely someone at the Bayern Munich Academy is going to see this and go, what the hell are you doing? Get the bratwurst in. Yeah, well, they've got, I'm, I'm sure they thought noodles are okay. Carbs, uh, you need your energy. <laughs> Not beef and tomato. <laughs> Chicken yeah, and mushroom. Bit of a bit of a wasted um, wasted talent. Yeah. So we um, should we come back give everyone a chance to? So yeah, send in your favorite wingers. We, we, we've we've said favorite, so it doesn't have to be the best. Pat yeah, well, we've said fa- we've said, we've said Eddie Sonko, so like we can't. So yeah, just your, your favorite. So if you want to use you want to use Twitter, use the hashtag This Is Tramir. Alternatively, if it's easier and it's easy for us because we've got the chat box right in front of us. Yeah. Just sit the send a message in the chat box and we will read out the best ones or indeed all of them because yeah we'll, I think we'll read out all of them that's fair we will. fair yeah, is fair we so we'll refer back to this throughout the show let's Paul let's talk about Bromley Saturday's game now where do we even begin let's begin on a positive note oh first half performance first half was Exceptional, and we should have been four or five nil ahead. We should have been six or seven, eight, nine nil ahead. It was that's the best first half performance in four or five years for me, certainly. Yeah, well, if anyone listens to my very, I'm going to say very poor, I was disappointed in my program the other night, but um, on Monday, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, I know. Um, the Monday. We sp- I spoke to a couple of supporters and they mentioned that it was the best since Lincoln away, so only like two months ago. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it, we 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 I don't think we've seen a performance like that first half at Prenton Park at least for many many a year. I can't th- I can't think of one, um, in the last five or six years. I can't not not such a comprehensive footballing performance where you go. We could have been six, seven, eight nil up. That many clear chances, and again, let's now start going into the negativity, shall we? No, let's let's keep positive for as long as possible. Well, I think that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I led the two goals. Uh, it's, uh, it's a bog standard header for Cookie. He'll score them all day long. Just need to put decent balls in the box, which was what we were referring to before. Good yeah, crosses in the box. Ben Hollett's corners. He will. Yeah. He will score. Headers like there's no tomorrow, um, so we need to do more of that, please. 100%. Lads. Um, and then the, the free kick from Husey, which was sublime as well. Um, Norris probably should have scored, but then Cookie's following it in with the centre half who puts it in his own net. But yeah, tell the chairman because I think he's claimed it. Yeah, you've, bonus there. you've got to give that to Cookie. The thing is, again, if you go back to our um Chelmsford home commentary. I went on and on about the in-swinging free kick. You've got to hit that. In, and that, that Hughes' free kick on Saturday was exactly what I'm talking about. You put them free kicks in, in-swinging towards the keeper, you get the keeper looking at it going, is the fella going to get a touch on it? If he gets a touch on it, it's going in. If he leaves it, it's that one where the keeper thinks he's going to get a touch on it and it goes in. You've got to always put the in-swinging free kick in. If you take an out-swinging free kick from a position like that, it should be a fine, in my opinion. <laughs> Should be a fine. Unless it goes straight onto the head of someone. Still should in. be a fine. Even if we score from it, should be a fine. <laughs> everything. Okay. He's got it in swing. Um, everything. Swing it in. Big well, fan of swinging. As we. Uh, <laughs> in more ways than we, one. As we discovered from, I think it was the first podcast we did. Is it Scotty Davis and Macca huh. have this fine book? So if we if we mention yeah. it to him. I mean, 
then clearly we said, they're going to be quids in, aren't they? Yeah, we said we'd, we'd come back at the end of the season and see if you who's can only, fine for what. If you're going to put corners or free kicks in that are in swingers, then that rules out a lot of players taking That's why no one wants kicks. to take a corner, I imagine, or free kick. So that's why now Ben Tollett's taking corners. Well, this is 100 quid if I can't swing it in, in inside. I think it's a fair fine. Okay. Yeah. I'll bring it up tomorrow. When yeah. I see, him. see what they think. Okay. So half time, 2 0. Cruising. Coasting. Yeah, coasting. Should be 6, 7, 8 0. Come out second half. Not, you know, we didn't come out as, you know, quick and as sharp as the first half, but you can imagine that. But the game is, you know, was. You're looking at it's going to be a 4 0, don't you, really? You think second half, they, there was no threat. You know, it was half an hour to go. And then the incident. The incident. Buxton. Yeah, the incident, yeah. Buxton goes in. Um, Thoughts? I don't want to say too much about it because this is an official club. <laughs> yeah, and you, you're an. I, I can't I'm, a, I'm I an employee of the club. Um, we haven't appealed the red card because we've not had much luck with appeals this season have we well you have to read the rule book the, or the law book even um, get a new read. rule book that's what I say well yeah the, lo- the law is an ass let's say Ugh. but um, by the letter of the law he he has kind of a reason to send him off which you can't really <laughs> thanks Tom <laughs> um, that's those are not my words, just in case anyone is listening or reading the chat box. Um, no, uh, Tom, a yeah. user by the name of Tom's Boys has said uh, the, the ref no, was a complete no, that's joker. His name. Tom Boys. Oh, is he? thought yeah. that was his username. <laughs> um, the ref was a complete joker. That's his, that's his that's opinion. That's his opinion. Not yeah. the opinion of Chami Rovers. No, it's not. Um, so, yeah, he had a, he had a, if he had a valid reason um, to send him off. Um, Their players. We maybe do not agree with that decision yeah. but um, by the letter of the law if we appealed it, it we would get a longer ban so that's the reason so Adam Buxton's going to miss a game or two is it a, what, but yeah, didn't um, get a three game ban did that, he that, 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 um, that decision changed the game didn't it and and Bromley were then uh, they didn't really put us under that much pressure though did they really they didn't they, have other than the they goals they just had a bit more control which which they didn't have Given a clear the fact cut that chance. we had four strikers playing across midfield, yeah, and I mean, a right when back at left back and a left back at right back. And I, all I think if I said this on Monday, we we just needed Scotty Davis to play up front, and then we would have had a, a team of misfits. Yeah, I, I I just think if Maka doesn't go off first off, or Wallace doesn't go off second off, if just one of them is still on the pitch, we win the game. We win. The, I think we win the game two 0 We just missed that one. I mean. When you end up and you look and you think we've got 25 minutes to play here and we've got Jake Kirby and James Norwood in central midfield and then Andy Mangan in central midfield with Jake Kirby. My point was this, and I've got a rant coming later and this sort of was what made me start thinking about this stuff. Even if we've got that mid, a midfield of Ben Tollett, Andy Mangan, Jake Kirby and James Norwood and Cookie up on his John own. Erno didn't done get subbed for Andy Mangan. Later on. Yeah. yeah. So that team that we still had, that 10 players that we had out on the pitch, playing opposition, whatever, they should still have been good enough for me to not concede two goals in 25 minutes against Bromley. No disrespect to Bromley, but 
that 10 that was out there, yep, a lot of players playing out of position, a lot of, you know, but I think they should still have been good enough to hold on. We didn't. And again, we can bring up, let's go to the, the top Ben Tollett non-penalty. Thoughts? Again, I'd, I wouldn't like to comment. I can comment. <laughs> Comments, what do you lot think? Um of the Ben Tollett non-penalty where he's gone up, he's, he's skinned a couple of players, he's gone between two, he's in on goal, about to shoot with his right foot, one-on-one. On one. He's pulled back by when their it, fella who's on a yellow card, by the way. When, when is a push, not a push, by the way, when it's in the penalty area. Yeah, and when it's, well, or when it's by a defender on their own keeper. Let's, well, let's go back to that then. Let's, let's go back to the first half when we had the goal disallowed, Cookie heads it in because he said he'd fouled the keeper. It's clear that their defender pushed. Did he even put, did he push Cookie into the keeper? Did he push the keeper? He kind of, um, as I remember, uh, I kind of rushed the highlights, <laughs> as you may have been able to tell on Tranmere player. Um, he, the goalkeeper comes for the ball, misses it. He kind of just falls over, I think. Whether he's pushed by the defender or not. But minimal contact and any contact Andy at Cook, all. I don't think, touched him. He didn't? And he just heads it. Obviously, the ball just bounces up and he, he knocks it into the empty goal. But yeah, um, as Misha Parry points out, um, if it's not a penalty and he dived, then surely he's got to be given a yellow card. That's what I said. Because it, And then the, oh, the point was that lad who fouled him was on a yellow card. He dived earlier in the half, trying to get them a penalty. He didn't get booked. So you can argue then maybe there's some consistency there. But, I mean, it's 2-1 with 15 to go. Tollett is through on goal. He is pulled back. There's a photo. I think Richard Ault took a photo. And you can see the moment of the pull where he's pulling across Ben Tollett's shirt. At worst, it's a free kick outside the box because the, the whole way down, he's got hold of his shirt. Or as he's running into yeah. the penalty area. And it's a second so yellow worst, card. It's a, f- it's a foul outside the box. And it's a second yellow card and he goes off and it's 10v10. And I've got no doubt that we hold on at 10v10. We probably score another goal. It's just... That is one of the most frustrating feelings I've ever had walking out of Bretton Park. And that is what has led me to the rant, which is coming up a little bit later, which is 20 years in the making. It? Yeah. I think okay, we do. You're gonna keep 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 them listening. Yeah, okay, gotta, I like it. Yeah, like a um, <laughs> keep them on tensor hooks. The rant is coming, by the way. Okay, so if uh, so, if you've got your own, obviously a few people have sent in a few comments and um, saying it was a blatant penalty. Uh, I think Misha Parry confirms that the goalie fell over his own defender. Uh, fact I mean, of the matter yeah. is we can't kind of go back and change it and the result is going to stand and well, I'm we working on anything a, well, to change that yeah I'm, I am working on a time machine but it's going to be a while before I get that working okay can we go back 20 years um, and then your rant doesn't exist no <laughs> let's wait for the rant first <laughs> and then we'll see because you know as you're saying back to the future you change one little thing it has the ripple effect, doesn't it, where it changes everything else. <laughs> so let's not go back. and um, Maybe, I don't know, what would you change? From there's Saturday. there's one. No, no, if if you could From go back. 20 years. You could go back. Well, I'd change a lot of things. Okay, no, no, wait there. <laughs> let me be more specific. If you could go back, let's go back to that exit. So we've just stayed up. We've beaten Exeter 1-0. We've stayed up. You can From then until now, you can go back and you can change one thing. You can like, make one alteration to the history of Tramia. Do you say we don't get relegated? 
to the conference or do you go we win the Wavenson Cup? I say we win the Wavenson Cup. Yeah, I would with ra- that offside goal that was onside yes, and with that it. dive by Heskey that got Clint Hill sent off. So you'd that say that Dave Kelly's goal would be the winner? Yeah. So Scott Taylor's would have been that would have put us well, that would have won all. So let's say T one. Well, I'll give oh them my god! One so David goals. Kelly's got yeah. David so Dave Kelly. Kelly's would have been the winner instead. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm, oh, I don't think I'd be alive today if that had been the winner. And I think if we win that, we're in Europe. I don't think we suffer the like the the backlash the years after. Well, no, we got relegated the, the following year. I well, think we if did, we get yeah. to Europe, we get more. You know, there's back in there, isn't it? You'd have yeah, to inf- you get reinforce all the your UEFA. team money and stuff so it, and we wouldn't we sign Wayne Gill is that what you're saying Wayne Gill was a decent signing for <laughs> two games <laughs> the first two games he played he was alright uh, but yeah you know you, you you don't suffer the downfall that we've suffered in the last 15 years no I mean Nina B said she would uh, he sorry he, he or she it's Nina Nina, Nina so she, um, you would have chosen to get promoted from Division 1 I presume that was the uh, that could be two ones, couldn't it? That well, it could be three. Could be the playoff season where we lost to Hartlepool. Well, are we talking Div One as in the old Div One in terms of getting into the Premier League? Oh, as in getting to the Prem. Ooh, again, it's, do you know what? There's so much. Well, if you get into the Prem, then that changes a whole lot of things, doesn't it? It does. You get all the TV money and everything else. Yeah, but uh, do you think we would? But then do we? Do we? Do we? Do we spend it all? Yeah, would it be? Would it rubbish? Yeah, be a negative effect like so many teams. Yeah, and they were Swindon. I was Swindon was the one I was thinking of. I mean, <laughs> and finished the season embarrassed on like ten points. Yeah, and then dropped down the leagues. And never really threatened to get anywhere near no. it again. Just bob between League One and League Two. That would have been quite depressing. Yeah, I mean, th- at least Neither, I'm not sure I agree with you. They're in League. <laughs> uh, they are in League One now. I'd rather have the Wivington Cup sat in the trophy cabinet. Yeah, which, I, is, which I've, 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 we went down to. Uh, we went down to do some photographs the other day, and the uh, the trophy cabinet is quite bare. Is it? <laughs> got the Welsh Cup in there still from 1935, is it? Well, no, we don't actually have it. We got um, we got the Leyland Daff. It, it's full of Will Gin and <laughs> um, and a few plates and a few like pennants from like games we've played against Liverpool and stuff. So we need a big trophy in there, like You're saying that, like a, a conference championship trophy. Yeah, or even that a pl- would be do nice. You, the playoff winners get a trophy. Yeah, they do, I think. No, they, they, they used to. Used well, we, to. we did. Eric Nixon's got the one, the playoff one. Wasn't the playoff one? Like, it's not, it's like, um, it wasn't a cup, was it? It was like a... Um, FA Trophy, Nina says, well, I'll take well, I'll take that, as long as we get promoted. What was the playoff final one in 91? It was like a... It was like a... A, a scepter. Yeah. What a strange... Barclays League. Yeah, you could hold it in one hand, just stuff like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like a Toblerone. I'm pretty sure Eric Nixon's got that. That wouldn't house. surprise me. So he paid for his, his um, conservatory, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> right, you're listening to the official Tromby radio station. Thank you very much for your company this evening. Uh, it's much appreciated. Myself, Paul Harper, communications assistant at Tromby Rovers. Uh, I'm joined by our host, Mr. Matt Hibbert. Hello, everyone. Oh, he though. That should be more, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, sorry. Really I was, it was a bit off the ball then. I tried to steal your catchphrase. I'm, I'm sure you heard on the, yeah, on I did. the commentary. Yeah, I did. I got a few day. people going, hey. You need to keep, you know... Yeah, keep him in check. Yeah. Um, Theft. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the commentary. Let us know if you um, what you thought of the commentary the other, the other day. Uh, obviously, me and Matt did the uh, the South Park and the Chelmsford game. We're going to be doing the uh, Barrow game in a week and a half's time. A week on Saturday, is it? A week on Saturday. Yeah, 25th. So 
You never know, Mr. Jake Keogh might actually turn up for that one. Oh, you mean like he didn't turn up tonight for this? Um, well, um, yeah. So if he, do, if he does turn up, it will be me, Matt and Jake uh, talking you through a full 90 minutes. <laughs> yes, I'm just an assistant. Yeah. Actually, don't worry. Uh, he's assistant. Right. I'm happy with it. I'm, I can live with it. It's like uh, Gareth Keenan on The Office. He's assistant uh, to the regional manager. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not into like job titles, fortunately. No, for tax anyway, purposes. Um, shall we, uh, or well, I say shall we, what I really mean is shall you do some plugs? Yeah, I've got a few things to plug. Um, I started by making a list of all the things that we should talk about on the on today's programme. Um, Very professional today, this programme. Yeah. Um, it's all the all the new equipment that we've invested in, and yeah. it's all working. Yeah. Um, which is the first time. Yeah, don't maybe, tell, don't tell finally, like maybe the team uh, will click on the pitch, like the equipment's clicked. Exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I started making a list of all the all the things that I'd like to talk about, what's happened in the last, like, since we last broadcast. Two weeks say. it is, isn't it? Yeah, we did we did a programme uh, two weeks ago. Um, and then I got a list of things that people have asked me to plug, which was a fair bit longer than the list I had planned to yeah, talk I think about. So let me all, throw you in need a to few plug, plugs. plug the list of plugs first. Yeah, so Paul, over Paul, to you. The Paul Harper list of plugs. So um, bear with us while we have an, a, um, a cool. commercial This break. is like, yeah, it's half an hour in. This is a... Uh, Where's right. more sponsors? Uh, uh, B&M Services, if anyone's interested. Oh, bloody good bins. Um, bloody good bins, which you may have seen on the pitch at half-time. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I didn't... Just going off on one again. As we normally do on this on this show, that, yeah. Um, that tweet after the Super Bowl. How could you compare Lady Gaga to in the bin? I just thought, you know, the Super Bowl, the, the razzmatazz of the of the Super Bowl. Do you think we're lacking razzmatazz at Brenton Park? I think we need. I think what we need is cheerleaders. Okay. Um, more just, just well, just cheerleaders basically. <laughs> Can we get some chummy cheerleaders? I'll. I don't mind auditioning Choosing them. them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll. Do you know what? I'll come in. In my spare time and happily, of charge. yeah, audition okay. for Tranmere cheerleaders. Anyone listening right now, if you want to become a Tranmere cheerleader, get in touch. Get in touch with me directly. Actually, Misha, the best. don't don't apply. Misha, yeah, please. women only. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. Plugs, plugs. Okay, right. Um, if you've got children who are hanging around, pip, pestering you uh, during half term. Annoying. Why not get them from underneath your feet um, and send them to the, the community soccer schools or the futsal camps, which we are running. Um, get in touch with the community department, community at tramirovers.co.uk or give them a quick call, 0151 Um They'll be able to bring you all the information you need for soccer schools and futsal camps, which are running next week, which is half-term, I think. Yeah, I think half-term, some people are on half-term this week, aren't they? But definitely if, next week. If you're on the half-term this week, it's tough. Yeah, until the time machine gets built. Yeah. Um, you know, outlook. Can I just say, I went to a Tramway Soccer School when I was, I think, 10. It's in year five. Don't want to boast, won the Superstar Award. Oh. Yeah, uh, I've got the trophy. What did you win? A little trophy, and it was a handed to trophy. me by Alan Marn at the time. Oh. Yeah, he wasn't really a first-teamer, so it was a bit annoying. Uh, okay. Yeah, but Superstar um, but you, you, you can expect to see some of the players. They will pop down, um, so... Yeah, and then at the end, you get everyone who get you all get a certificate, and you get to you meet... You all get a certificate. Yeah. You get to meet Rover the Dog. You get um, to meet 
one or two of the players, hopefully. Um, and the futsal camps are really good as well if you don't want to go outside. Um, yeah, I went, to, I went to a February one and it chucked it down all week. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to stay indoors, if it does rain, I can't completely um, say that you will stay dry. <laughs> Bit of a dodgy roof. But um, yeah, futsal camps are really good. And obviously Damon and some of the, 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 the players which you may have seen on Sunday. Some of the best in the country. Um, hopefully being in the Super League next year. Uh, they do the futsal camp, so they're really good, uh, entertaining, um, and they'll keep the kids occupied for a full week. So get involved with those. Um, we have a cafe in the rec centre as well. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone uh, knows this, but we, 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 we have a cafe that serves lunch and breakfast and stuff. So if you're in the Prenton area and you just want a bite to eat, like a, a toasty or a sandwich or something, cakes, she does good cakes, does Karen. Did he do smoothies? I'm a big smoothie guy. I'm nowhere in the world is a good smoothie. Um, I will investigate. I'm not aware of that, but she does really good toasties and stuff. So if you're in the Prenton area and you're uh, out at lunchtime and you want something to eat or drink, um, pop down to the Tramway Rovers Cafe, which is in the Recreation Centre. Um, I said I'd give that a nice little plug for Karen. Um, that's got to be a free toasty for you tomorrow. I'm hoping so, yeah. That's the reason why I've if done it. If there's any justice. Um the Trust and the Supporters Club are doing the Mickey Mellon budget boost, which ends on Friday night with a special. Uh, they're launching the Southern Supporters SWA, which is like a, it's going to be like a supporters club for for our friends down south. Um, I've got was, family down south. I'll make was, sure they go. Yeah, that was a um, that was my attempt at a Southern accent. No Apologies. comment on that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so th- there's an event down there where they're gonna, there's going to be an auction and stuff um, of some memorabilia. Uh, I think tickets actually have sold out for that event. It's in a pub. I can't even remember what the pub's name is. I've done my research um, quite poorly. But um, if you want to do more, it's, there's stuff on the website, www.tramiroves.co.uk. You can still donate if you wish. Um, it's an official arm of the supporters club, the official supporters club, so they go. Nina, thank you for that info. Um, so yeah, they're they're going to be doing a event down in London on Friday night before the Eastley game. Uh, the chairman and Nicola are going to be there, so um, that should be good. You can donate to the crowdfunder. The details are on definitely on the trust website. They're definitely on our website as well. So yeah, for I more read information, trumyravers.co.uk. Look for the Mickey Mellon budget boost if you want to get involved. Um, tickets for Eastley. Uh, if you buy in advance, they're cheaper. So I would advise if you want to go to Eastley, get your tickets. You can buy them over the phone, online at trfctickets.co.uk or pop into the shop, um, get those tickets. And of course, we've got Wheel Live, which Mr. Matt Hibbert is going to be uh, playing at as well. So yeah. why not? Wh- what excuse have you got not to be at Wheel Live? Uh, Live to get your tickets. Friday night is Mad Farm. I'm excited, more excited for the farm, to be honest. Uh, Saturday, it's the Libertines and the Coral. And uh, Sunday, it's your favourite yes. little mix. The beards. So um, tickets are still available. Head to wibble.live online and you'll get all the information and all the links to where you can get tickets from. Plugs complete and over. Thank I you very much. I believe tickets are selling like the proverbial hotcakes. The hotcakes that are also available in in the cafe. Look at that! That is professional. 
What a segue. Professionalism, professionalism is what I want, and that is professionalism. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, I think I'm ready to do this rant. Okay. Can I, can I also say, uh, this isn't a plug, but uh, one of my favourite players from back in the, back in the day, um, it's 13 years since Steve Cooper sad, sadly passed away far too young. Um, <coughs> so I just wanted to say a heartfelt um, condolences to his family and friends. Um, I'm going to give away a little secret here. My um, username on on forums back in the day used to be Steve Cooper Somersaults. <laughs> Um, I was going to say he of the the <laughs> famous Summerholt, uh, Summer Salt even. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was fantastic. Lovely uh, head of hair on him as well. He did, he did. Very yeah. good looking lad. And a bullet header in him. Yeah, we were talking. We, we've had some tweets come in. Um, I did a little, a nice little message. Well, I hope it was a nice little message anyway earlier. Um, but yeah, he was one of my favourite players back in the early nineties, and obviously helped us to um, to the first division as it as it was back then. Um, so um, I know it's a, a bit a, a bit sad and a bit um, what's the word I'm looking for, but yeah, 13 years ago today, um, and it was Brentford away where he scored the vital headers. yeah in the f- in the um, playoffs first the leg. Playoffs. So um, yeah, a shout out to uh, to Steve Keeper, rest in peace. Yeah, on a st- on an equally sad note, I just thought I'd have to, have to do this. One of my uh, best friends, and I've been going the game uh, with him for years. Uh, Nick Roberts, his mum sadly passed away last week suddenly um, on uh, on Thursday. He came to the game on Saturday, tried to hoping he could be cheered up, and obviously, um, as we know, it doesn't always work that way. But um, she took him to his first ever game, the Exeter game, stood on the couch shed with him. My first game as well. Yeah, and he's been a staunch supporter of the club, and the whole Roberts family have been Tranmere fans. So. my thoughts are with Nick and family um, for the sad passing of their mum, yeah, Denise, last too. week. Yeah, and, and everyone th- at Tramway Ravers. Yeah, so head up and hopefully, maybe you know we can uh, we can get promoted for them this year, maybe. Yeah, I know um, Nina, Nina, who's been sort of messaging as well. She lost her, f- her father this week, so it's been a lot of sad news going yeah. on the last 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 uh, week or so. Thoughts with them as well. Um, so Nina, yeah, we're thinking of you and. Um, yeah, take care, and uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Right, right. Let's. Um, I think this is the appropriate time, isn't it, to go into a rant? It's time for this rant. This is this is twenty years Just in the making. Let you know, I'm going to switch my mic off now for a while. My, Paul, you can leave the room if you want. It's 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 going to be one of them. This is. I need to compose myself. I've got my notes here, um, quite considerable notes. And this was walking out the ground on Saturday. Um, just probably the most not angry so to speak, but just one of them where I was just like, why am I doing this? I was hung over from med the night before. I was in work in Barbar that night and I was like, I could have been in bed this afternoon and I could have just sat in bed and, you know, watched the result. And Don't tell us what you could have done in bed, please. Okay, I, yeah, no, you're right to jump in there. Things could have got a little bit, especially with Little Mix on the mind, Jesse, Jesse from Little Mix if you're out there. So I've I've had a season ticket for 22 years. My first game was Wembley 1990, where we beat Bristol Rovers in the Leyland Cup final. It's been a long ride. So 22 years I've had a season ticket. I worked out roughly, these are low ball figures, by the way. 30, uh, so no, 3,600 pounds, so three and a half grand on season tickets in my life. (laughs) That's quite a lot of money. 
I worked out roughly, give or take the odd game. I've been to 107 away games since 1990. I'm not counting Wembley in 90. I'm counting ones that I've been to on my own. And the first one was Newcastle in the Cup in 98. That's 107 aways. I've lowballed that. So that's five and a half grand spent on aways. That's nine grand, over like nearly nine grand spent on following Tramia. And that's just on going the game. That isn't on like merchandise, shirts, or just like, you know, other wacky things that we've done. Petrol. Oh, see, I've not, I didn't even factor that in. That's just it's like five and a half grand on aways, three and a half grand on season tickets. Think what I could have done with £9,000. Bought a car. Do you know how many full-size snooker tables I could have bought with that? <laughs> no, but I've got a feeling you're going to tell me. A lot of full-size snooker tables. They go for quite good deals on eBay. That's full-size snooker tables. I could probably bought nine full-size snooker tables. Good quality ones as well. Not like knockoffs from, that Riley's are giving up, like selling on the cheap because I've had 20 pints of car and spills on them. So that's nine, that's just the financial side. And do you know what? There's people who've probably spent a hell of a lot more, including yourself probably following this club around all over. That's just the start of this rant. Here's some research. There's 116 teams in the top five divisions. Only two teams have had no success or forward momentum longer than us. One of them's Coventry. I couldn't really figure out the other one. I looked through them, but my mind went blank. But even Coventry in 87 won the FA Cup and they were in the Premier League. They've been relegated from the Premier League and then they're in the Championship for 10 years. And now they're in League One. Yeah, they're in bad, you know, they've had shenanigans taking place. What have we done in the last 20 years other than go down, down, down? One play- we've had one playoff. We've had one playoff. Wavens Cup final. That's what you, you said. Twenty years. Okay, we then maybe need to go a bit more. Let's go. Okay, let's go since then. <laughs> okay, so we got relegated the year after into the championship. The fight back starts now. We were told. I'm still waiting for that fight back. I've still got that leaflet as well, by the way. So it, we've had. Feeling th- you would have. We've had three relegations. Doesn't sound. You know, it, that's all we've had. Down, down. Two relegations in two years. Let's not forget consecutive League One to League Two and League Two into the conference where we are now. One, she says Oldham might be the other team, by the way. Just It might be Oldham, it you know. It might be. Yeah. It might be. Um, we've had one playoff. I'd be a Trammy fan and an Oldham fan. Come on. Yeah, I know an Oldham fan. <laughs> one playoffs we've had. One playoff. That's it. In, you know, in all them years in League One, that one year in League Two, we didn't even make the playoffs last year. So that's three relegations in 14 years, two relegations in two years consecutive. We've had snakes like Jeremy Butler. I couldn't stand that man come into the club and take money out of the club. He was he was a oh he was someone like he was a politician for a start. He came in and he would say what you wanted to hear and then do the opposite. I couldn't stand him. I'm glad he, he was here for so short. I don't think you he were here when he was here, was he, Paul? So no, no. So, but still, it's probably best you stay he out of that. He did get the uh, the main stand painted. Yeah, and probably oh, <laughs> brilliant. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fantastic. Do you remember new striker in the building? Yes, I do. Remember. Yeah, <laughs> new striker in the building. We'll get him out the building before he signs the contract. He's useless. Odajai. Odijay's no. forehead he could cushion the balls all you need to do is head it in you're he, wrong it was George, George Donnelly. Donnelly was that that one 
Five grand. Oh, well, he's work. Do you know, he works as a taxi driver now for Delta. My mate had a taxi with him the other day. Can't even. He got like doesn't even get a game for Scam United. Anyway, back to this. That helps her, doesn't it? That's the sort of players we, we, we were signing under that regime. We've had managers like Dave Watson, Barnes, Les Paddy, didn't really want to put him in here, but still, Mickey Adams, Gary Brabin. I'm not having a bad word against Les Paddy. Yeah, me. okay, I'd thought about not putting him in that list, but like, look, the thing they all did, they constantly talked us down, made us out to be little old tram, yeah? You know, players come here, you know, she was a stepping stone, he can do well here, maybe they'll get a move. Brabin was terrible for talking us down. So was Mickey Adams talking us down, going, oh, the expectations of this club, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. We're Tramway Rovers. This is the club that in the 80s were told. I know someone who was told, that's it, the club's gone. That day, that fateful day in, I think it was 86, the, the club's gone. That's it. it. This club will not exist tomorrow to trade or to be a football club. And the fans and just the club, there's that documentary on YouTube there, was it... Uh, was it 30 for 30 or 40 for 40? Uh, 40 minutes, it was called. Yeah, where, you know, there was a meeting held in the main stand. I think Ray Stubbs was there. Yeah. Where they went, what can we do to save this club? We're Tranmere Rovers. We're not like a lot of other clubs. I know a lot of fans probably think this about their own clubs. But, you know, we're not like other clubs who've just, you know, floated about. We have got history. We are on Merseyside. We are the third force in Merseyside football, as the commentator said, seconds after we won the playoff final in 91, there's a third force in Merseyside football now, Liverpool and Everton needs to look over their shoulder, and we're never going to be one of them, but as John King said, with a deadly submarine, we're there, we are not to be belittled and made out to be this small little team that is, that's what got me, like when we've been belittled by managers coming in, talking us down, at the same time, we shouldn't be talking ourselves up like we're the big team, like like the Leeds and Forest did when they came into leagues that they saw as they shouldn't be in them. But the way Mickey talks about us now, not forget his lovely Scottish brogue, just the way he talks up the club and the fans, and he, he understands it because he was here, wasn't he, through two spells. He understands what this club's about. Let's not even get into shambles of the club being put up on eBay, betting scandals, and Ronnie Moore, like the sacking in 2009, that you know, no one really knows what happened there. I just think some of the players at the club don't quite appreciate what it means to be playing for this club. They need to almost like be dragged in here in front of me and me to show them some videos and go, look, this is what it means. Show them some photos of me at away games and the lengths I've gone to and the lengths you've gone to and the lengths loads of us have gone to to follow this club and what we've done. They need to know about guys like Johnny King, you know, RIP, rest in peace, Kingy, Higgins, Ian Muir, Jim Steele, Eddie Bishop, Crackers McCallick, Jimmy Harvey, Malkin Nixon, Axerberg, he likes Chris Greenacre, and my Lord and Saviour, Sir Ian Goodison. They need to know that, like, you know, they want to become, in years to come, they will be seen in the same light as them players are. We just need to get behind. They need to realise they're a special club. That's the first thing. This is not like other clubs they've played for. This is a special club that, you know, the people of the Wirral need to get behind this club. They've, the people of the Wirral are just, they wind me up even more. There's a rant about them that can be done in future. They need to get behind this club. This is Tranmere Rovers we're talking about. We are not some little club with no history. We've got history. We've got recent history. And this is a special club. We all need to get behind Mickey. He's trying to change the tide of 20 years of nothing but negative backward steps. 
20 years of being told you should be thankful just to have a club to support, just to be told you should be thankful for where we are. We need to get behind Mickey. He is the man who is going to, I truly believe, take us back to where we belong. Just get us back in the football league. Get behind Mickey. That's it. That's rant over. We can start the podcast again. Okay. 48 minutes in. Imagine <laughs> it went uh, Imagine it went for 48 minutes, the rant. Someone has, has asked if we can play this in the dressing room. I, I, do you know what? The, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up when you were talking then. It, you know, I noticed you went quite there, quiet there. There, there, are, yeah. there, are, there are lots of fans and, you know, I count myself as a fan. I'm, in, I'm employed by the club, but... You're a fan fair still. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan and yeah. I get excited and stuff and as we all do during games. Um, but yeah, that was like a passionate sort of cry, wasn't it? That's what it was. It, it was not having a go. At, it might, I wasn't having a go with the players. It was more just they need to realise the club they're playing for and the fans that they've got behind them. Like if you go out on that pitch and put 100% in every week, you will be idolised and seen like those players I've just said there, your Harveys, your, you know, Aldo, Ian Muir, Johnny Morrissey, Pat Nevin, Ian Goodison, Greenacre, Achterberg, Crackers McCaddick, you know, Neil McNabb, Jeb Brannan. These are players who, again, some of them, you know, probably they went on played at other clubs. They're not remembered at other clubs. Most of them, are they, for anything? At this club, they are remembered as greats of this club. Look, I mean, look, Photos of players up everywhere, all over, behind the scenes of this club. <coughs> if they want to be in years to come, they want to be one of them players who is, comes back to this club when they've retired and they announce, oh, so-and-so, James Norwood's here, everyone. It'll be, oh, remember, the, remember what Norwood did for this club. Remember them goals he scored that he got promoted. Oh, Andy Cook's back. He's going to be doing the half-time draw. It'll be Cookie, what a guy. The goals he scored, the, you know, the performances he put in, the effort he put in. That's what Tram is about. Players like that. Not always the most skillful players, but just ones who will run through a brick wall. Crackers mechanic. Dave Higgins. Dave, if we could have 11 Dave Higgins on the pitch, you know, we'd probably end up in jail at the end of the season. <laughs> but, you know, we'd win the league with 11 Dave Higgins, especially in goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, particularly in goal. Yeah, but that's my um, that's my 20 years of pencil up Tram rant. Done. Okay. If I could maybe turn this back to the supporters as you've said then get behind Mickey get behind the players yep that's it the noise on I think just be just after um, God, I can't remember who we were playing then Bromley, Bromley on Saturday I think the the manager kind of turned around and sort of lifted his arms a little bit it was just after the they noise, scored the first I think the noise from the, the cop was incredible if we could have that for 90 minutes that Prenton Park would be a place where opposition teams would fear fear coming to play because that wall of noise. I mean, there was only four and a half thousand people here. It sounded like fourteen or forty thousand at times. Yeah, we need to make it hostile to them. I don't mean like make it hostile to the away fans. I mean when them the away teams are on that pitch, they need to be intimidated. They don't you don't want them to come. I like, can be like, oh, it's a big day out enjoy the day we want them to be intimidated to be like oh my god I'm playing this ground there's 5,000 fans here they're on me they're on me back we need to get off the back of the players during the 90 minutes and get on the back of the opposing team get at them support the lads even if it's, I know it's hard if, say we go one down to an early goal 
instead of booing, G them up, let them know, look, we're we're 100% behind you here, and we are, we, like, the, just, like, again, what we've been through the last 15 years at this club, we have seen nothing good, virtually, and it's just like, we are crying out, we're like an unloved cat, who's like, you know, He's licking uh, around the cop. Yeah, that cat, by the way, it's a great <laughs> little trammy cat, but like a little homeless cat or dog who's like, you know, he's been thrown out and he's there and he's like, oh my God, I've, I know, I've known nothing, no love, no good things. And then he's taken in, he's washed and cleaned and he's rehomed and he's got a great home. And it's like, we are just waiting. And I think Mickey Mellon is the man to finally adopt us as the trammy dog, if that analogy makes any sense. <laughs> I saw a video about a cat getting rescued earlier. Okay. That's been on my brain all day. Right. Okay. Yeah. It was a happy so, yeah, story. Ne- next, uh, next home game, when's that? Tuesday. Tuesday against Bournemouth. Everybody come out, make loads of noise. Let's let's get in the opposition faces uh, from the stands, not just on the pitch. Yeah, it's a two-way street. If we can make it intimidating for the opposition, they're not going to like coming here. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, the fans have been absolutely brilliant the last few years. To have fa- an average of 5,000 crowds at this level, after, as you've just said, a lot of years of, of the misery. The attendance has gone up, hasn't it? it? You are brilliant. All I'm asking is we to make... We are brilliant. A, we are brilliant, yeah. yes. Um, but if, if you make the kind of noise that you made second half of the second half on Saturday, it was it was incredible. And it made me proud to be a Rovers supporter. So um, let's keep doing it. Do you know what? Even the reaction at the end of the game, th- there wasn't really any boos. Because I think the fans sort of realised it was one of those situations. It was like the Eastley game last year situation. Um, Scotty Davis joined in the singing, did he? Oh, my God. We are going to get him, aren't we? On We're going to do a a sit-down podcast with Scotty. (laughs) I would would have loved somebody to have recorded that. If you did, Misha. Um, please show me on Sunday when maybe we're we playing futsal. Maybe we can mic Scotty Davis up for the next game. Yeah. Put a little headset mic on him. Because um, he's been outed as the Eminem of the dressing room. Oh. So so when we get him on, um, as we will do as a proper kind of a more traditional yeah. soccer AM style podcast. Get him on we, for te- we haven't done a teammates for a while, have we? We'll do a teammates no. with Scotty. So we're, yeah, let's, we'll, we will get him doing a sing song. Um, and if he could sing like Super White Army or something, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if we could record that, Scott, Mickey Mellon's Super White Army. Tram me a chance for Scotty Davis. I think I think a video is. If you if you have a chant, a particular tram me a chant that you think Scott Davis would be really good at, um, send them in. We would we will we will we will do we will take requests, won't we? I will pay good money <laughs> to see Scotty Davis singing One Night in Gay Puddy. Oh yeah. Well, Obviously, got, we'll have to set, we'll censor it in the right <laughs> places. That's one of the best football songs of all time. I sing that to people. They go, "What do you sing a trammy? I sing that, and they go, "Where the hell did that come from?" I think it doesn't it originate from the docks, doesn't it? Back yeah. in the, after the war. What really sort of amuses me, and I, I I don't know all the words either, but the the fact that it gets to a certain point in the song, and then it all goes like, and then people just mumble the, the few lines. And then it goes again. Yeah, and when the swearing <laughs> comes back in, everyone knows that. Yeah, everyone the knows prob- the swearing. There's no, like, I remember back in the day when we used to sing it. I remember Blackpool once on a Tuesday night away and we were on a terrace on the side. A lot of people, um, everyone was on the right same page. 
and it was sang at the right speed. That's the problem. People don't know what's, when it gets to that bit where the lyrics get a bit weird. People don't know if to go slower or faster. And then before you know it, it gets all jumbled up. And they go, just jump to the bit of Al Jolson and the uh, vagina. So maybe we should have a little... A, we'll make an executive decision and go, this is the speed on which to sing it. But we've had some great songs over the years. Maybe we could do that next week, next Wednesday. We'll see what's your favourite ever Tramia chant or song. Yeah, we are We are going to catch up with Scotty Davis soon. So um, any requests you've got, um, maybe we'll in. get Macca to sit in on it as well like he sat in on the Leave yeah, one yeah. I'm sure he'll be um, oh he's more than more willing to, to, <laughs> to sit uh, there fondling his never regions like he did last time <laughs> how right. is he by the way do you know if he's um, is he feeling a bit better you have to go off with I'll be thing? honest I haven't been down to Solar this week so um, I'm going down there tomorrow you'd be able class. to hear Macca from here wouldn't you normally you w- yeah you would um, yeah I think he, he, he should be he should be better Fingers but crossed. I haven't, I haven't been down there this week. I'm going tomorrow, so I will. I will let you know. I will tweet as soon as I see him. I'll tweet. Um, he's feeling better or not, as the case may be. Can you take a photo of him with his thumb? If he's not feeling well, take a photo of him with his thumbs down. Okay. And if he is, get a photo of him with his thumbs Thumb up. up. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure he'll love that. In a mood, Being yeah. A f- photogenic kind of person. He, he is, is a photogenic guy, Omaka. Yes, he is. Okay, right. Um, we've been chatting for 57 minutes. Well, you've been chatting for... Most yeah, of 56 of them minutes was my rant, uh, I think. Uh, we, got, we have to mention the under-16s. Oh, wow, what performance? Um, if you haven't seen it already, go to the Tramia YouTube. Um, another plug, I'm afraid, for my YouTube channel. No, you've earned the right to plug um, it. It's youtube.com slash official Tramia Rovers, if you didn't already know. Um yeah, check out the under-16 goal um, scored by Matty Morton. Take a bow, son. 25 yards out, he just pings it into the top corner. Um, and then a penalty shootout ensued. Is that the right word? Ensued? Yeah. It is the right word. I'm, I don't know why I'm doubting myself. And the final kick ensured that we became champions. Yeah, so um, goalkeeper Bailey Passant um, saved the penalty, which meant that Rovers could win the game and you'll be able to see all the Tramir penalties and the brilliant save by Bailey uh, on the YouTube channel. So well done to them. Alan Morgan, Kenny Irons and Evan Horwood. They are the uh, the three coaches who um, coach that team, obviously. Who are the three coaches? Kenny Irons, Horwood Kenny and... Irons, Evan Horwood and Alan Morgan. They all do the 16s. So a big congratulations to you and all the lads, obviously, for... A great performance, and we have a trophy in the cabinet, which ah. is is that fantastic. why you were down in the trophy cabinet? Yeah, it was. Well, sadly, the um, the EFL, as we have to call them now, Ugh. the football league, um, they they need it back next year. Um, we'll see is, about that. Which is which is sad. And the the, tro- uh, the trophy, I might show you later if we go down. Um, it's not the it's not the best. Ugh, when are we gonna? It looks like they've just been to you know you, you walk past those trophy shops on the high street. Or you just buy a trophy and stick a thing on the and front. Stick a thing on the front, yeah. Oh, I can bring my Tramia Superstar Award in if you want. Put that in the I'm trophy. Place it. it, yeah. Let's do it. I've got. Oh, I don't want to boast we, about we this. We need to but fill this. But like, I won leading scorer in the Wallace League for like six years on the run when I was a kid. And you get a golden boot for that. One of them is got a golden. Got, the trophy's got better and better. I scored seventy goals in one season. How about that? Do you want me to play up front on Saturday? I'm sure James Norwood would. Um, I'd, sc- I'd score. Argue, but yeah. Yeah, not? I'd score. I'd have scored one of them one on ones on Saturday. I guarantee. I'll speak to Tim. I'll get you some registration forms and we'll sort it. Yeah. What squad number do you want? Whatever's free. I'm not one of them people. 
Okay. The lowest number that's free. Oh, the lowest number that's free. I don't want, yeah, because the kids are going to get my, they'll all want my name on the back, so you don't want to be a double digit, ideally, do you, because that's more uh, money. Yeah. Well, there's more money for the club. But, yeah. 69. I'll have 69. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gooser, 69, I mean. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Okay, right. I'm a big are... Brian Adams fan, that's all. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. What else? Of course. Right, um, you've been listening to me, Paul Harper, communications assistant or director, whichever you Assistant to the regional manager. Um, uh, and Matt Hibbert. Hello. Um, Hello. So, uh, yeah, are we going to call it a day? We've done an hour. Do you want to keep going or... Um, I've we've got, got very we've got loads of listeners. Yeah, I've got a very a very important. Um, well, we have to we have to give important messages airtime. So yeah, go for it. No, I mean I've got a very important things to do after. Oh, after I, I mean, thought you were going to say no. Got I've got I've got nothing left. Like I've got no, I've literally got nothing left in the time. Shall we conclude by reading out some of these favourite wingers? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, let's wrap because, it up. What a lovely um, wrap up that is. What a good is, segue yeah. as well. Because. To be honest, I had slightly forgotten about that. But um, yeah, my rant got um, too emotional. I think, think didn't it? It did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I need to find these on Twitter. So just bear with us. Uh, you do, uh, do you what? I'll do the people, Facebook. Most people have gone for. Yeah, the, the obvious. Pat Nevin and Johnny Morrissey, which is a bit kind of obvious. Let me throw. Um, but you can't argue them. Ones. Um, who did you mention? Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. Paul Hall. Uh, Paul Hall is Paul is Hall was a great show yeah and he's a lovely man as well why didn't he get a two year contract like he left didn't he he did ask Mr Little can Before we get him on time. Brian Little yeah I'm sure we can last seen as director of football for Jersey um, right let's uh, there have been some coming in as we've been talking wow I wasn't expecting this I mean that, the Facebook is pretty much Johnny Morrissey and Pat Nevin. Right. Roy Sinclair, someone says, which is before our time, but yeah. my granddad would remember them. I was speaking to well. club historian slash program designer slash poster designer slash everything else. Man Tony of the Coombs, people. Man of the people. Yeah. He, he mentioned Steve Koppel, uh, which is a good shout. Uh, Mogsie Nevin says most people, Mogsie Nevin, Nevin, Mogsie. Steve Koppel's getting a good few shouts. Forget Paul Hall him. by uh, Matthew Ronaldev. I hope that's how you pronounce your surname. Um, yeah, but mostly, um, yeah, mostly, mostly Morrissey and Nevin, which is Dougie Anderson, Biffo Griffiths, who I know we've done a few charity games with. Yeah, a lot of people said well. Biffo on Facebook as well. Really? Wasn't he a bear in the Beano? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so popular. Oh yeah, I he loved. Had, I had lo- a, he had a bear named after him. I loved him in the Beano as a kid. I loved yeah. the Beano. Yeah. Um, Neville Powell as well some people are saying Neville Powell yeah. again that's before our time isn't uh, but it speaking of during our time Shuka before his injury ooh that is not a bad shout do you remember when he came back with Mickey and like he hadn't played for two years and then he was and playing centre mid yeah against Burton and we won did, did we oh no that was Boxing Day that was his he, first he, game did he score at home we won 1-0 at home game and um, then he, midget he played yeah the big forehead on him big fod Biffo Griffiths, I think I'm right in saying, is now a physio um, on the wheel somewhere. You wouldn't trust a bear, someone, would you? He wasn't a grizzly bear. Someone recommended him um, to me. I think it might have been Richard Holt. Um, what type of physio? 
like sports injury physio no I'm looking for some other type of massage yeah okay mm. not of the sporting variety um, Peplo as well Nina said he had nice legs <laughs> Eddie Sonko says Tom Boyce oh Eddie Sonko yeah we've 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 already talked about Eddie Sonko I mean what a character Wait, what yeah, did Dave Beresford. Let's throw in Dave Beresford. Let's never forget Beresford's equaliser against Hartlepool. Oh, if only that had meant something. Um, who else? Uh, Ian Anderson. He's a good one. I mean, I, I had a little list here. Let me just find it quickly uh, of lone wingers. My favourite lone wingers. Um, Ian Anderson was on there. Yeah. Mike Kennedy, I liked. Yeah, we had him he was the year we got a month. If we'd have kept him, I think we stay up that year. Uh, who was the other lad from Liverpool? Oh, Christopher Peterson. Yeah, Peterson. Yeah. Danny Mayer, we had <laughs> for a month. The year we near, the year we nearly made that again. I think if we keep in, we make the playoffs. He's playing for Danny Barry Mayer, now. Yeah, yeah. We had him alone He's from, quality from now, uh, Preston. Um, Misha Parry says Bell Baggy was ridiculously good at football manager. He was ridiculously good against <laughs> Notts County away that day. He was, yeah. That was that was the equivalent of his Lucas Aikens v Preston game. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Where is he now? Bell Baggy. Who knows. I think someone texted him. He was playing like Southern League or something. Yeah, well, he wasn't he, isn't he married to Adam Lallana's sister? Yeah. Yeah, he seems to remember that at the time. Yeah. So, done, done well for himself. Yeah. Off the pitch. Yeah, fair enough. He gets to a lot of Liverpool games. Surprise, surprise. Freebie, <laughs> freeloader. <laughs> typical. Typical winger. Indeed, indeed. No end product. R- right wing. Anyway. Um, so, stop no, some good shouts there. So yeah, thank you very much for all your messages. Um, it's been a really good show. It's been really good to uh, sit with Matt and just chat Tramir, which uh, every time we get together, we always say this, but it's, it comes quite naturally, doesn't it? Yeah, we, it does. We just kind of chat. And I hope this is how you are listening to it. It's like just with your mates in the pub discussing something that you're both really passionate about. Yeah. So I, I hope that comes across on the airwaves. Um, thank you very much for your your contributions as well. We can't do this. It'd be a bit dull if we were just talking to each other and not having the interaction. From yeah, the and fans. there was no one listening. Um, so thank you very much for all your comments. The la- the name of the winger that played at Vauxhall's. Uh, oh, we went Martis. through Leandro Martis. Leandro Martis. Yeah. That's why we need uh, Jake to Google it, as <laughs> he did last time. Yeah. Um, he so went. Yeah. For, he went from us to uh, to. He ended up at like Leicester, and then Man U were in for him, and then Barcelona, and then the 1970 Brazil team were in for him. He was one of them. But now, like, yeah, not doing it. I think he's in Leicester's development team, isn't he? I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't we sign him? Which I think. Oh. I think he was slightly too expensive. Everyone, yeah. apologies. Right. So uh, yeah, thanks for your contributions. Thanks for your comments. It's been great as ever. Thank you to Matt. No, my pleasure. Why? Um, why do we have to do this with no trousers on? Is that like, is that you sort of set? Can we wear tra- like? Is there, that a there rule? There are a few things that a few rules of radio that you can't disclose, and you've just disclosed oh. one. Oh no! So I, my mistake. I'm still new to it. Okay. I'd rather wear trousers though. This is the thing. It's a bit. It's a bit nippy in here. Okay. Yeah. I'll turn the heating up next week. That will be perfect. We will be back for a similar style podcast style show next Wednesday, hopefully with Mr. Jake Keogh, if he can be bothered yeah. to get out of bed. Oh, lazy, lazy. Um, don't forget, we've got typical winger, full live comment- commentary of the Barrow game. Uh, myself, Matt and Jake, hopefully, uh, <sighs> we will be 
bringing you f- uh, full ninety minute commentary of the FA Trophy quarter final. So it's getting it's getting important now. Um, if we've got this far, we might as well go all the way, mightn't we? Yeah, but I can't like little mixes the Sunday. Yeah. Okay. We we've got to get to at least the semi finals then. Is um, it two legs? Semi. Yeah, semi finals. Oh, two legs. God's sake. <laughs> Be at Boredom Water somewhere. Oh. That's another run as well, Boredom Water. Um, we can't really mention that now. We mm. haven't got time. I, I quickly, um, I'll just say um, on that, because I can say stuff about this. Uh, they wanted us to pay for the footage of the away game, didn't they, earlier in the season? And we quite rightly stood our ground and said, no, we're not going to pay on principle. We're going to give them footage, aren't we, on, on Tuesday? We are. For the rearranged game. They're, they're, they're I'm also going to recreate the goals for them. Oh. Hopefully it'll be loads of Tranmere goals. Yeah, they're now complaining, going, the league are making us play this game. Can I can I just make a little statement as well? Please um, do. They they have known about this for more than seven days. Um, we did kind of have a conversation, because I was in the room when the secretary spoke to somebody at Bournemouth, and we suggested playing. We want to get the games out of the way, because we don't want a backlog towards the end of the season. 21st of uh, Feb, both both teams are free. Why not get it on, so to speak? Um, so they've known about it for more than seven days. They obviously didn't want to do it for whatever reason. Um, but the league have obviously intervened and said that it should be played on this date. Well, it should be. I mean, the it nearest be available the date for both teams. Cl- yeah, it should be the first available free midweek slot, which is the 21st of Feb. So... Apologies to anyone from Baltimore who may be listening. I doubt they are because they hate us. Um, no, we charge them to listen to this anyway, don't we? If you're from Boringwood, <laughs> yeah, from it's a Boringwood subscription p- fee. Yeah. yeah, eighty quid if you want to listen to this from Boringwood. <laughs> um, so yeah, you have known about this for longer than seven days. Apologies if some of your players can't get time off work. I think half of them work for for the club, doing their academy and stuff. So. Wasn't your Kubu on trial there earlier in the season? He was. Yeah, I can't imagine him pulling pints in the so, boozer. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's a rant for yeah anyway we can't we can't talk about that we can't talk about this um, we've got dragged into a debate that we didn't want to get dragged yeah. into or I didn't want to get dragged into I dragged you into me um, pantsless right um, more content coming up on the radio um, I'm hoping to do like a match preview show on Friday but I want some contributions from supporters so if you fancy being on the radio and being on the official Trammy radio Drop me a line, paulh at trammyrovers.co.uk. We'll have a little chat. We'll chat about the upcoming game, which is obviously easily on Saturday. Big game. Um, we'll record it. We'll put it out there. Um, and then over the weekend, um, well, I'm away, so we can't really do anything um, post-match. But Monday, we'll try and do something uh, in terms of reaction at the weekend because I know the girls have got a game. Uh, there's no futsal, but the f- obviously the, the first team are playing. So... Um, there'll be plenty to talk about there. And then next Wednesday, we will be back for another This Is Trommy Live. Yeah, we're going to make this a o'clock. weekly thing pretty much, aren't we? And we'll hopefully in the next week or two have that um, teammates with Scotty Davis. Yes. Where we'll get him to sing some Trommy chants. Do you reckon we could get him into a live one? I think going live with some of the players might be a bit risky. That's 100% true, yeah. Um, unless I can, why we're going to pre-record it unless I can get that bleeper button again <laughs> that I bought in we August need, we need to be quick with that bleeper button yeah that, yeah. yeah. The, the time machine won't even help us there no it won't so I think this is a wrap yeah no um, I think let's wrap this shenanigan up as I like to say on other podcasts 
you have been listening to this is Tramia live, the live Tramia podcast on the official Tramia Mix LR with myself, Matt Hibbert, and this guy here, Paul Harper. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. We've gone for nearly 70 minutes. Um, just uh, if you've just tuned in late and you want to listen back to it, oh yeah. we're going to save this so it'll be on our showreel. So on the left hand side of your screen, you should have a showreel. Um, or if you're on a mobile, it'll be towards the bottom of the, s- the, the screen. Scroll down. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to listen to this later. Or if, if you're on the app, it's just on the app. Isn't or if it? you're listening to this later, you can listen back to it again by just rewinding to the to the beginning. Yeah, if you listen to this now later on the show reel, this is absolutely pointless yeah. information to you. Apologies. Uh, or if you're just on, like, like I had to set up for me mum before, you just listen to this in the browser. Your mum's listening? Yeah, you know, she's listening. Big shout out to me mum and dad listening. Hi, Matt's mum. What's your name? Uh, Jan. Hi, Jan. Yeah, and my dad, Alan. Um, Hi. They're... Uh, my dad will have probably stopped watching The Wire. So all he's been watching the last couple of weeks is Narcos and The Wire. Anytime you walk past his bedroom, all you can hear is gunshots going off. So you sure it's the TV? Yeah, that was the thing. The TV was turned off, so I don't know what was going on in there. But um, yeah, let's wrap this up. We'll be back with another one of these next Wednesday, 6 o'clock. Maybe JK will come along. If you've enjoyed it, do tweet us on the at Tramia Rovers. Use the hashtag, this is Tramia. I'm at Matt Hibbert on there. Paul, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, if you want to tweet me personally, Paul Harper 82. But you just use the Tranmere one. At Tranmere That, that is me. Yeah. Well, don't reveal, reveal more secret, trade secrets here. Um, it's not Mickey Mellon just to make people Oh, aware. let Mickey run it for a day. That'd be brilliant. Let let Macca run it for a day. We're thinking of doing that. Let our Twitter, Try to take Twitter over. take over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for all your Saturday... Saturday evening messages, it, it, it's me. Yeah, it is Paul. It's not, it's not the gaffer. Working the hard. So, yeah, that is the show um, wrapped up. Thanks for listening and continuing to listen. We really do appreciate it. That's why we do it, really. And so, you, something for you like to listen to, fellow Tramia fans. We'll be back. Well, Paul will be back um, on Friday with some more content on AJ. Hopefully so. Hopefully. Yeah. Keep an eye on the website. And then we'll be back next Wednesday with another live This Is Tramia show. And then, of course, a week on Saturday, we've got Barrow at home in the FA Trophy quarterfinals. We'll have live, full 90-minute commentary right on here with our swanky new equipment. That is it. For myself, my habit, this guy, Paul Harper, we will see you next week for another live edition of This Is Tramia. Have a good week, and we'll see you maybe at Eastleigh. I'm not going. Are you going? I'm going. Of course you're going. You'll see Paul at Eastleigh on Saturday for hopefully three vital points in our promotion push. Suwa Army. Suwa Army. Up the whites.